Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a bit of a double whammy tonight. We're going to have a little bit of a, a mass Cricketer promo just for a few moments, a few minutes, I should say, and then we'll get on to an episode, or our third episode, actually, of the Pundits <laughs> panel with two special guests, two special guests tonight. So, uh, How many is that? Two? That's two special guests tonight, and you, K-Dog. Um, and don't forget, I will have... That will be in operation in the panel in a, in a moment or two. So, uh, yeah, like I say, welcome. Um, what a great episode again last week with uh, the rugby legend that was Rob Andrew. I thought some of the stories were absolutely amazing. If you haven't had a chance to um, watch that yet, please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, hit like and share, hit the notification bell. You'll never miss a classic episode um, but if you can do that we would much appreciate because um, we want to get those uh, subscriptions up and uh, get close to a thousand if we can uh, we're dwindling at about 140 at the moment so come on get onto that youtube channel and hit those buttons for us please um, that sounds like a real begging intro from me today but uh, it, is. it is basically um, we obviously have been doing that all the time for the Lords Taverners and trying to raise a little bit of money for disability cricket in Oxfordshire, the Super Ones and table cricket. So please do um, put your hand in your pocket and donate if you can, please. Um, but anyway, Kieran, how's your week been? Well, it's only Tuesday, so it's been all right so far. Um, it's Tuesday, isn't it? I sometimes lose track, actually, with this lockdown, but I think it's Tuesday. It yeah, is. not bad. Not bad at all. Um, some interesting news coming through this week, wasn't there, about the possibility of a return to cricket, which we're all looking forward to. Um, big, big breaking news on the Oxford Downs website about a new signing for a fourth eleven, which I thought was news of the week, which took me took me by surprise, Woodsy, when I saw that. You know, I get lots of messages about it, so, uh, you know. No, it's a big signing to be fair. Obviously, much better than you know, any other sign that you made, and uh, yeah, that was quite, quite, quite surprised to have uh, have that breaking news hitting my news feed. So uh, yeah, not all good. Um, yeah, we've got a really interesting week coming up, haven't we? We've got our um, episode six, I think, of series three of the Mask Cricketer coming up on uh, Thursday. Um, after that fantastic one last week, we did think outside the box a bit, Woodsy, didn't we? Last week, he's not listening to me. Look, so uh, I'll just talk. To I've got something like crawling on the floor trying to get something. I mean, I'm always um, distracted when I do live. Professionals are never distracted, young man. Professionals are never distracted, <laughs> but obviously, you're not a professional, so it's fine. Uh, off you never work with wives, apparently. But there, you there go. we go. That just proves that we don't just throw this together. And it's live. <laughs> we really do. We really do. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Mars Cricket this week, Thursday, 7 o'clock for the Mars Cricketer. It was uh, interesting last week, wasn't it, Woodsy? We thought outside the box a bit. He was a Mars Cricketer. He genuinely was a cricketer, a first-class cricketer. But I don't think anybody really would have guessed that we would have had one of England's greatest ever rugby players on, uh, on the show. And I thought it was really engaging, really interesting. He's moved... Obviously, from international rugby to being the chief exec of uh, Sussex. It was a fantastic episode. Uh, went on for about an hour and a half ago. They do tend to go for an hour and a half, with the exception, of course, of uh, Norkers, Dan Norcross, who went on for about 
35 days so um but uh, yeah it was really interesting and hope you all enjoyed it we got one this week uh what will we have on this week's show will we have another first class cricketer another england player uh or or somebody else we don't know you have to find out we don't even know yet we're still trying to put it together so uh yeah please join us at seven o'clock on thursday um it'd be remiss of me not to mention our um supporters um so first of all uh graham woodward from uh great minds in oxford uh summer town in oxford who supports us all the way through and woods is taking his time putting the graphic there it is <laughs> hey many thanks as ever to graham woodward uh, really grateful for your support. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, brilliant support, Graham. Uh, the last uh, couple of weeks, we've had prize winners that have very kindly um, donated their prize uh, back to the Masked Cricketers for the charity game, which is on the 31st of May uh, at Oxford Downs. <laughs> and uh, I think that that's a really nice gesture. So thank you to um, to Andy Bone and also to Rob Humphreys for, uh, for doing that and donating their prizes back. A big thank you as again as always to Andy Bone from Sportshots, www.sportshots.org.uk. Um, it really is worth having a look at that site. It's a brilliant site. Lots of uh, local news and views about cricket and all other sports, uh, football, cricket. I mean, there's not much football going on at the moment, but uh, please do visit that site and uh, like and share their content. Um, they're great supporters of ours as well. Uh, and uh, again, thank you very much, Andy, for your support so yeah we are counting down the days now we've got something very big to announce on thursday we won't announce it tonight but we've got a, a little fundraising initiative for the big game uh, on the 31st of may which we'll announce for the first time on thursday um i think it'll be quite good actually it's a little idea that was sowed to us last year um for that big game on daryl the 31st of may at a certain club in west Oxfordshire. Yeah, well, we, we're always going to put that up because it's in the contract. There we go. And uh, we're very hopeful that we're going to get a big crowd in for that because hopefully by then um, lockdown will ease significantly and we'll get more than 250 people into the ground. It was a great atmosphere last year, uh, winning off the penultimate ball with uh, with our ringer, Ethan Davey, hitting the winning runs, having been smashed all over the ground by AJ Woodland. It was a great game. Uh, and uh, who knows, one of our guests or two of our guests tonight might be featuring in that, uh, in that as well. So uh, you'll have to see. But if you want to find out what the, uh, the initiative is, the fundraising initiative is for that game, then please tune in on Thursday, 7 o'clock for the Masked Cricketer. We've got about four or five to go, five to go between now uh, and April. And we can assure you that we've got some crackers lined up. And uh, we think you'll thoroughly enjoy Thursday as always. And we had a really good engagement on Thursday night last week with Rob Andrew and uh, hope you enjoyed it. Woodsy, that is the end of my promo talk. Um, so without further ado, if you want to... I really like the theme tune, by the way. The theme tune is uh, quite uh, quite soothing, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, it's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, it, it is. I, I think um, I, I have actually um, done a double uh, simultaneous broadcast tonight, YouTube and Facebook live tonight, K-Dog, for our pundits panel, because I thought that was important to get the promo in as well. So, um, yeah, seven o'clock. Please join us. As I said, Facebook live and YouTube, seven o'clock on Thursday night. If anybody's watching at the moment, and there's not many of you <laughs> at the moment, we, we have got a few watching, please uh, share this to your friends on Facebook and YouTube so we can get a few more viewers because it is worth watching. We do talk a lot of nonsense, but our two guests, one in particular is obviously an Oxfordshire legend, as you'll find out in a moment, 
Um, so yeah, if you're watching live, please please share. Uh, and uh, oh, that's good. It's gone up by one by me saying that, Daryl. So there you go. Gone. For <laughs> that was quite quick. So keep sharing, keep sharing, and hit the like, subscribe button, hit the notification button. Oh, it's gone down again. <laughs> <laughs> you you rabbled on for too long. I should have <laughs> oh, done that. Do. Yeah, yeah, you should have definitely. Right. Without further ado, then I'm I'm literally because we go on to uh, the pundits panel. Let's get rid of any banners there. Uh, this is our third outing. Um, obviously, it's great that. We've had a couple of tries at this so far, and we've we've had our special guest, and I'm going to bring in our, our usual guest presenter, and that is, of course, the legend that is Megas. Good evening, Megas. How are you? Very, very well indeed, Mr. Woods. Mr. Bushnell, how are you? Very good. Well, always good to be in your company, Megas. Well, I, the best bit of the week, like you mentioned earlier, Kieran, was actually reading the piece that Downs did but their new fourth team captain, I found that riveting and uh, yeah, fine, fine, fine piece on the on your good self. It's fair to say. Apparently so. <laughs> took me by took me by surprise, me and that I must admit. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what he's let himself in for, Megas. Well, I, 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 uh, I'll give him half a. No, no, no. He'll get through. So he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I know he's. Yeah. I'm sure he'll do well. I, I could see that fourth eleven climbing up the uh, divisions uh, under his tutelage cool. and guidance. They, what division uh, are you in, Kieran? About 127. What div are you in? Uh, the bottom one. <laughs> I'm sad to say I actually don't know what that is anymore. Would eight, that be about division, 10, eight, division 8C, apparently? 8C, excellent. Yeah. I think um, it's it's the first time that Downs have um, had a fourth eleven, so it's exciting times at the club to be able to do it, and uh, we're hoping that we we can get forty four players on the park uh, come eighth of May. But I'm sure we can. Well, you got you got you got two players for one with me, and it would be quite would be quite remiss of me not to mention that I've actually let down and and walked away from our next guest. Actually, you know, I played alongside this guest last year, and. Uh, you know, he wouldn't pay me enough to stay. So I just thought, sod it, I'm going somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, so the next guest, it's all his fault. <laughs> Even though we put on a 50 partnership last year, I have to say, which was a brilliant partnership against the SOA. Just saying. Very good. Right. I think without further ado, I'm going to introduce our next special guest. Crikey, four on a live from Live from the pit lane, isn't he? Live from the pit lane, um, getting into all sorts of podcasts, uh, this young man. He's uh, he's obviously not gone back to uni because he's just too lazy to to make that trip, obviously. Um, but uh, I'm sure he'll get his own back on Dastardly and Muttley. Uh, <coughs> and it is the legend that is Wesley Spearman. Good evening, Wes. How the devil are you? Good evening. Yeah, not too bad, thanks. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say that I've had my own radio show. I've, I've been a guest on BBC Radio Solon, but I feel more yeah. nervous now than... Than appearing on, on on local radio. Absolutely, you're you're right to feel that way, Wes. I can assure you, um, especially the amount of grief you've been giving me and K Dog of late. But uh, uh, no, he's actually. Should we give? Should we big him up a little bit, K Dog? I mean, he's been interviewing us a couple of times. No, that's not. No, that's not. Right. <laughs> Move on. Right. What we thought we would do tonight is obviously um let's let's go straight in 
um, the third test in India. Now, um, I, I'm going to come to Mega first on this. Um, two two days, less than two days to finish a, a test match. Is that good for test match cricket? Was it engaging? Was it absorbing to watch? What what what's your thoughts on uh, what happened uh, last week? It was certainly good to watch in a in a funny way. There was plenty happening. Um, is that better than six hundred plays seven hundred in in Sri Lanka in Colombo all day long? In my opinion, um, was it the best Test wicket of all time? No, obviously it wasn't, but. There's been for me. There's been too much crying and moaning, and we knew exactly what we were going to get out there. As Joe Root, as uh, Chris Silverwood said at the end, we didn't play those conditions well enough. We knew what was coming. We won the toss as well. We had first dibs on it, um, and we got the selection horribly wrong, didn't we? we had four seamers and one spinner was was obviously a mistake, as the seams hardly hardly bowled a ball. Um, it wasn't the best wicket of all time, but is it any different to a, a green top in Manchester in May when some bloke who bowls 79 mile an hour gets nine wickets in a match? In my book, not really. We just got to get on with it and learn to be better on that type of wicket, in my opinion, as Root and Silver would say. Yeah, I mean, fair, fair play to them. I think, you know, you, you can sort of... Um, cry wolf a little bit in these circumstances, can't you? And and be in that situation. I think they were professional and, and it was the right thing that they said. Um, uh, you know, I'll bring Wes in at this point. I mean, Wes, your, your thoughts on what happened and, and, you know, what could we have done a little bit better, do you think? Um, I think one thing we could have done better is, as Mega said, selection, picking four seamers for any test match in India is just completely wrong in my opinion any any test match in India you go with two spinners at least two spinners and, and India went with three and we and England did the exact opposite um, yes it was a pink ball test but how many wickets were actually taken when the lights were on in, in, the, in that third session I think three that's it <laughs> you're playing on a, a pitch that's turning as much as that of course you're going to need two spinners and yes Leach bowled well yes Root bowled well as well, but if you had a Don Bess instead of a, a Broad or an Archer, then maybe, just just maybe, England might have been able to put themselves in a position to to win the game, and they just didn't do that. It, I'll pick up on a point there about the the pink ball um, and and under lights because I, I did watch that session and, and literally nothing happened. I mean, it still turned. But the seam has got absolutely nothing. But the ball got wet, and that's the reason. It definitely got damp, and that's the reason I think we didn't take many wickets in that session, um, for sure. Kieran, what's your what's your thoughts on what I've just said there about a damp ball? I mean, a little bit controversial, but come on, what what's your, what, what are you going to say? <laughs> well, firstly, I would say, um, repeat and reiterate what I said a couple of weeks ago, um, maybe even been last week, that this is uh, Ahmedabad we were talking about and not Manchester. Uh, and so irrespective of being under lights and and, uh, and that, I, I don't think there was ever any doubt that, that they needed more spinners. Um, I actually agree, which is very unusual. I do agree with Wes that picking Don Best 
would have certainly been a better option. Not only because he would have been our frontline spinner, but actually he's a far, far better batsman than a Joshua Archer, a Stuart Broad. So it would have lengthened the tail a lot as well. I'm not saying he would have necessarily got many, but even if he could have eked out 10 or 15 runs, which Archer doesn't look like he's ever really going to do. I know he's slogged a quick 10 or so in the second innings, but it does lengthen that tail a little bit. Um, I'm very disappointed um, across the whole three games that we haven't seen Chris Wokes, and now he's gone home. I know he's not a spinner, but he would have certainly lengthened uh, the, the tail a little bit as well, um, at shortened the tail rather, and he would have been a far better bet than the likes of uh, Joffre Archer, who, in my opinion, has been very, very poor since his first uh, since his first series. He hasn't really shown anything like his first um, promise in that first series. He doesn't bowl at 90 miles an hour. He bowls consistently at about the same speed as Jimmy Anderson. Uh, and he's really just much of a muchness. And that's uh, that's disappointing because I think that he had, um, you know, he came into the side with this great fanfare that he was going to be the saviour of our cricket team. And he's not. He's not at all. I'm not saying he won't be in time, but that's been disappointing. I actually think a really important comment that was made, um, and I do want to say this before you buzz me out, is um, Virat Kohli also said that uh, they didn't bat well on it either. So, yeah, the pitch was very poor. It wasn't suitable, really, for test matches. You don't want to see um, a ball turning square after an hour on day one in any match, but... Both sides had to bat on it. Both sides struggled on it. And the only reason India didn't struggle in the second innings was because they threw caution to the wind and just decided we'll get this done as quick as we can. If they lose, if they lost nine wickets getting it, so be it. But they just threw back to ball, connected with a few, got a few sixes over the ropes, and that's how they won the game. Yeah, that's a fair comment. I, I'm going to come to the other two guys. I'll come to Megas first about Joffre Archer and how England utilise him as a player. Now, in my opinion, um, it would be, look, this guy can bowl 90 miles an hour plus. Um, that's what he's got to do in a, in a test match. That said, would that have made any difference in this particular test match? I don't think it would have in this particular match, but I agree with you, Daryl. If he's going to, if they're going to pick him, come on, fella, run in for six overs. Let me have eighty-five and upwards for six overs. I mean, he was trundling in at, as Kieran said, at eighty mile an hour, eighty-two mile an hour at times in the match. I mean, it's just no point in having the guy on the side, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's an odd select. I think we've gotten a little bit of a mess with selection. We've got, we've actually been a little bit. The, uh, we've been victims of our own success in that we've now got a pool of, I don't know, what, 16, 17 players? And I think they're almost frightened of Broad and Anderson, the genesis of them, so they're keeping them in the fold. They want Stone, you know, who did well in the in the first test, in my opinion. He's gone. Poor old Chris Wokes. What's he done wrong? And he, now he's back at home on some sort of rotational nonsense. And it, it, we, we just don't know what our best team is, do we, at the moment? And and Archer, it just wasn't his pitch anyway. I mean, it wasn't any of the quick pitch. I mean, they're not picking Boomer, are they, for goodness sake? So there's obviously, you know, an issue there. But um, I'm not sure. I'm not convinced about Archer at all. I'll be honest. I, I don't, his body language isn't great for me. I, he doesn't. I'm sure, I don't know the guy. So it's so, I'm being very objective on that. But I just don't, not for me. I pick Stone ahead of him. I pick Chris, uh, I pick Wood ahead of him. All day long, if I could. Yeah, I, I think you're right at the moment. Uh, now, I, I'm going to give this question to Wes. Do, do you think then what Megas has just said and what we've alluded to, 
is is the coaching team responsible to go to Joffre and say, this is your aim, this is what we want you to do in this game of cricket? Or have they told him just to bowl within himself? What's your thoughts? Um, I, I think I'd, I'd like to think that Joffre well, and, and any of the players, to be fair, in that team know their role, know what they've got to do. Um, so if, if the coaches have told him, right, we don't think this is the pitch for bowling 90 mile an hour, then, well, A, why, why have they picked him ahead of, as you say, someone like Wokes? Um, but B, I think if, I mean, none of us here are fast bowlers. <laughs> we, we all bowl dibbly dobbly spin, so we don't know what it's like to bowl 85, 90 mile an hour. Um, but if, if Archer's brought into the side to, to bowl, 90 mile an hour then and and he's not doing that then I suppose is is he is, is he not motivated to bowl 90 mile an hour is it is it tough conditions out there is it what 30 35 degrees out there on on pitches that are quite dry human conditions he's going to be absolutely knackered and if you expect someone to bowl 90 miles an hour for six seven overs then you are expecting a lot 90 mile an hour for Three overs may be, but to have a to bowl consistently at ninety mile an hour over a long period of time in those conditions, in those subcontinent conditions, it is very, very difficult. I can imagine. I'm obviously not not speaking from personal perspective on that, uh, personal experience. But um, if if the coaches are saying to Archer, bowl a little bit slower, then <laughs> Archer's doing exactly that. But he he can sort of playing for, for England, playing for any country, anyone would give it their all. And if that's uh, Archer's maximum effort, is that, if that's the most he's putting in, then it could be argued that perhaps he isn't, as Kieran said, the saviour we expected him to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I came up, I think there was a stat about Don Bess, actually, that in test match cricket in the last 12 months, he's actually the fifth bowler for averages and the number of wickets he's taken, which is pretty good effort for a, for a youngster. And you're, you're playing where you, you're going to play your trade much better than you are in this country. Why are you not giving in every opportunity? Now, I'm going to bring this question in, guys, because I think this is really relevant. Um, New Zealand at the moment, um, they are playing a T20, aren't they, um, competition. And who are the three main bowlers? Southie, Bolt, Jameson. Who are their three main bowlers in Test Match Cricket? The same three. Now, Kieran, I'm going to come to you on this one because you're quite adamant that England are playing the best Test Nation at the moment, I think, in India. I think they're, they're probably as good as anybody. I do like the way New Zealand go about it, but India, I think, are the better side. Um, would you not play your best team consistently so you get used to the conditions over a four-match series? Or would you have that rotation policy? No, I don't buy a rotation policy. And I, I do appreciate that in these times at the moment, there are difficulties with regards to mental health um, and you know rotating. But I don't buy it, uh, Woody, to be honest. I, I think that your professional sportsman, yes, um, if there are significant issues, then of course you've got to have the welfare of the players at heart. But some of these players have gone home to rest up ahead of the IPL. 
you know, and that is just not acceptable. If you want to play for England, you play for England, you play for the three lines on your shirt and you, and you go out there and you play. And we're playing, in my view, the best side in the world. They've just beaten Australia in their own backyard and not many teams do that. They've, they're, they're two and up against England and are probably going to win 3-1 comfortably. I dare say that when they come to England in the summer, that uh, Test Championship match will be a classic, probably, because I think the conditions will favour New Zealand. But as I say, I think India are the best side in the world. You can't go into a series in India with a half-baked, half-cooked side. They played so well in Sri Lanka with a pretty strong side, a couple of players missing, admittedly, but they played so well in Sri Lanka against, you know, albeit not the best Sri Lanka side we've ever seen, but again, in their own backyard, they're a tough side to beat, and there was some real momentum there. And, uh, and and moving on to this series and resting and rotating players, they rested and rotated players for the first game. Now, they managed to get a win out of that, despite doing that. But if you want to, you know, prioritise test cricket, which they've said they now want to try and do again, they want to try and ideally sort of fight on all fronts. And it's a very difficult balancing act, I know. But if you want to prioritise test cricket, you don't rest your best players against the best side in the world. You rest your best players against the likes of... You know, Ireland in a test match, although we got bowled out for 60 by them, of course, last year. But you rest your best players against the lesser nations, not against the world number one side. And they've got everything they, they, they have had, everything that they've deserved. A little word on best very quickly. I've said this before, and I don't want to bang an old drum too much because I'm desperate not to be buzzed out by you today. But <laughs> England, have got this, England have got this habit, haven't they, Woodsy, of leaving players out, dropping them and almost jettisoning them. Jettisoning them completely, uh, and they did that actually with Swan when he was young, and he, he he was out of the side for six or seven years because he didn't have a great start. If they were stuck with him, imagine how many wickets he could have had by the end of his career. That's all I'm saying. It's just you know they they do it too often, and a young lad like Dominic Best, you know, he's the best we've got, and therefore you stick with him, and okay, he's learning his trade at the highest level, but. What better place to learn than in India? He's not going to be learning sitting on the bench carrying the drinks, and I'm sure Megas will agree with me on that. I hope he will. I'll, I'll just add something in before you comment on that, because um, it's again quite relevant. Is is the mowing alley situation to come in and play for one test, not take, take eight wickets and get a forty, and then suddenly you, you're out? What? Why play him in? If they knew that was the case, why play him? They should have played best in that game. I agree with Kieran virtually on virtually everything he's just said, which is which is a worry in itself. Very this worried. Ro this rotation <laughs> thing, I is absolute garbage. I mean, it's a smokescreen for why is Butler not there? Probably because he's resting for the IPL. Well, sorry, that's garbage. That's just not having that at all. Th those they, oh, they, they can't roll out the excuse. Well, there's plenty of money in the IPL. They've got to take England cricketers. I've got more money than they're ever going to need. They don't. It's a nice bonus on the end. It's it's that's absolute smokescreen for me. I'm not having that. They've rotated Chris Wokes. They've sent him home. He hasn't played a game yet. So what have they rotated him from? Poor old Johnny Bairstow gets sent home a match ago. Comes back for this one from nowhere and well gets a pair. Bless him. Um, I where is Ali? Is he this? Is Curran still there? Has he gone back? I've lost track. He's probably gone back as well. I mean. As I said, we're a slight victim of our success that we've got so many good players here. We, we really have got some good players, but we've just got things wrong, I think, in this series. We have. Sirkson's been wrong. The rotation thing is, I wish they'd tell us what's going on. Properly tell us 
why has Johnny gone home and then come back? As you said earlier, Daryl, there is this bubble. We're not in a bubble. We've got no idea not to be with our families in a hotel room. We can't even go go out and walk around. We don't know how difficult that is. We really don't. Um, And I'm sure that's a mitigating circumstance. But I think we've made some some errors, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, I I think your statement there about, you know, Ali's a good example, isn't he? He he had COVID in Sri Lanka, didn't he? He had to quarantine for 10 days on his own in a hotel room. He's then go to India. You've got to quarantine again. I mean, you know, that, that's that got to be tough on anybody's mental health, whether you're a top sportsman or, you know, anybody really is going to struggle with that situation. So That could be why Chris Wokes has gone home, actually, in, as, as Chris Wokes didn't have COVID, but he was with Ali, so he had to quarantine as well. Am I right in saying that in Sri yeah. Lanka? Yeah. So he, he's and he was thinking, well, I'm going to play in this game, and he's not played a match, and he's been outstanding. So maybe there's a reason there. But tell us, why don't they tell us what's going on? Make it just make their life easier and stop clowns like me, you know, questioning things really. But just be a bit more open. What's going on? I think anyway, but uh, a bit more transparent. Yeah, I mean, you could look at the Woke situation, I suppose, in some respect. He's not going to play in this next Test match. Uh, you might as well go home. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Get, get that. I, I get that, actually. I, I'm not worried. But it's just, yeah, rotating when, when somebody's, um, you know, not played. It don't, don't make sense to me. Um, you know, the other thing you mentioned, I think, Kieran, there was, um, and I'll, I'll put this to Wes, was um, the playing playing players um against lesser nations now is that like a, a man united doing that in a in a carling league cup match where we all we all get on our high, high horse and say well they're not taking that seriously and that's a rotation policy so where's like the difficult question for you young man <laughs> um what, what's your thoughts on that um Personally, I don't mind the rotation policy. I know I'm quite outnumbered here, three to one. Um, I think, yes, as you say, mental health, we don't know what those players are going through. Having to quarantine for 10 days, two weeks in a hotel room by themselves, um, not allowed to go anywhere. Um, and yes, they are, they are in quite a privileged position, being able to travel the world and play international sport at the highest level. But that still doesn't mean that they... That, that, that they don't struggle um, and from uh, the Moeen point of view we know he's he struggled in the past that's why he, he opted out of the Ashes in 2019 going through a poor run of form decided this is too tough for me and, and decided to stop playing test cricket um, but I, I yeah and on the same with Kira on that I don't get why he played that one game I didn't really see the point Um I, I see the point in having him as, having him as backup for Bess and Leach, but Bess hadn't bowled badly at all in in the first test or in the second test against Sri Lanka. He bowled, he didn't bowl brilliantly in the second, but as you say, he was one of the best bowlers on average in the world in the last twelve months. Um, but I'm sort of going, going off on a tangent to your question. Here. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what then. There's there's changed tack a little bit because. I'm thinking backroom staff here. Got a psychologist, haven't we, over there? Now, that, what's the psychologist doing? Now, for me, 
that person must be speaking to these guys on a regular basis, and they're probably doing little tests, aren't they? I, I would have thought. Um, surely a, a conversation with people would – you'd know how they feel, and, and you, they might be able to make some judgments from that. What, what, am I talking rubbish there? I've got to come to you, Megas, on that one. What, what's your... Well, I mean, we've got everybody over there, haven't we? We have a psychologist. Uh, I don't know. I've probably got a gynecologist there as well, haven't we? I don't know. We've got everybody that, that their support network is just off the scale. There's all the joke that there's all these extras and, you know, and, and as Wes said, it's so difficult for us to – have any idea what it's like? I know they're in a five-star hotel, and blah, 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 but it, it, it's 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 just so difficult to call. It's so difficult to make a. We can't make a a judge decision on it. It's, it we're just guessing, aren't we? We're completely guessing on what these guys. They're all, you know, some people probably enjoy it, others are, are struggling. And obviously, um, it's a really difficult one, Daryl, isn't it? And I. I do we know the anybody know the answer here? I don't think we do, do we? It's, it's something we've never encountered before. So it's a we're learning it as we go along, aren't we? I mean, it, it is. It's an interesting one for me because, again, I suppose if if you sat down with the psychologist and you, and you know you're playing for your country, you don't want to feel you don't want to be feeling weak, do you? You don't want to actually admit that you're feeling that way. Possibly. Um, I mean, if I was trying to put myself in their shoes, you know, I'd, I'd do anything to play for my country. Do you know what I mean? It, it, if, if I had to stay in a tiny box for 10 days, I, I would still be up for it when I came out of that tiny box, if you know what I mean, and because uh, of that, the, the passion. But, it, I, again, it, you, you just don't know, do you, with these people, what they're like? Also, as well, we, we, we were in Sri Lanka for, what, six weeks before this? None of this was mentioned. We were winning. Exactly, Mr. Kushnell. We were winning. So I had we won these first three tests, we wouldn't be having this chat, would we? I don't think whether two or three of them had, you know, gone up the wall and gone. We wouldn't, we just wouldn't be. So okay. that exacerbates an issue, maybe. Um don't forget, I remember Graham Swan going home from an Australian tour not that long ago. After getting spanked around in the second test, he said, I've had enough of this, and he, he walked out of the tour after one test, did he not? So, yeah. you know, there's uh, it, it's 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 as Wesley said. We keep saying it, it's so difficult to to know what these blokes are going through. It re really is. Um, well, also as well, did you see the uh, just slight tangent? But people getting knocked. Um, Rory Burns. Did you see there was a tweet from the <laughs> former ladies player <laughs> Alex Hartley? Basically joking that England had lost in two days. Thanks, boys. You better watch the England ladies play New Zealand in the evening. Joking tweet. And Rory Burns didn't quite see it as a joke and got stuck in. And they had a, a taste of tape, didn't they, on Twitter, which was a little bit, that's for, you know, clowns like me to do, not for England cricketers. He shouldn't be getting involved. But obviously, it made Taylor's a little bit of tension in the camp. And him, he got dropped from the last game as well. So that was something he didn't really need to get involved in. Uh, that was that was silly, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it, it's all PC these days, isn't it? If it would have been the other way round, it all hell to pay uh, in some respect. So I saw get I saw get it, you know, sitting on the fence a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it yeah, tricky. I, I, again, um, you know, 
when we talk about the rotation policy, the Broad and Anderson sort of rotation, you, you'd get that, that, you know, 35 and 38 respectively, you, you, you're going to rotate those. I, I've got no issues with them, but they come back and they bowl on the money pretty much, don't they? I mean, Anderson still bowled pretty well on a on a pitch that's given him nothing. Would, would, would you agree? I'm, I'm going to go to Kieran on that one. Yeah, he bowled well without too much potency, but he uh, he didn't go for runs and he tried to build pressure one one end, didn't he? And uh, but yeah, I mean the pitch wasn't really suited for any of those uh, type of bowlers. Um, but he is supremely fit, and actually, you know, I I'm going to disagree with you again. I don't think you you leave out your best player. He made it very clear, James Anderson, after that first match when he took all those wickets and basically won us the game. He made it absolutely abundantly clear he wanted and was champion at the bit to play in the second test, but they dropped him. And that's ridiculous. You know, I'm not saying that he would have made any difference in the game. We were hammered, but he wanted to play. So he doesn't seem to have that issue. He was determined to play. And then the decision was made. You're going to leave out your best bowler. You're the best bowler that England had for years. You're going to leave him out because you want to rest him. Anderson knows his own body. He had issues last year with injuries. He would know his own body, but he wanted to play. And I think that it's going back to the rotate. You know, it stinks. The rotation policy stinks. Stinks the room out, and I don't want to see it at all. And quite interestingly, um, that Meg has, um, has agreed with me today. I've just uh, I've got to, I've just got to yeah, drop this in there. Uh, I've just got to drop this in there, Megas. Uh, Dave Simpkins is watching tonight, and he can't believe that you just used the word mitigating. He thinks you're well, you must have you must have swallowed a thesaurus or a dictionary. I think because that's the most intelligent word you've ever come out with. Well, I'm, I'm amazed. As he's from darkest Wiltshire, I'm sure he's had to look it up in the dictionary, hasn't he? To know what it, he certainly can't spell it. Um, but he's going to get the Wiltshire map here in my, in my case. So you're going to bleep me out there with him before I... Censored. Yeah. Censored. Uh, Simo, if, if you're still... Hello, on. Dave, by the way. Give us a give us a uh, a comment. Come on, G you know, ask us if if a question or um, give us a topic and we'll talk about it. Um, I reckon I reckon we can sack I reckon we can sack Megas or Wes next week and get Simo on the next panel. Actually, that'd be, <laughs> oh, great, he'd be very good. Actually, I think he'd be excellent. To, to be fair, because <laughs> he'd come out the long run, Bob Willis style, wouldn't he? Yeah, I, I think the so. Ruthless, ruthless Wes, will get rid of us at the drop of a hat, mate. Somebody better yeah, comes. I know. <laughs> To be honest with you, I'm 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 going to stay in Wes's pocket because when he becomes the next producer of TMS, I've got a job there, so I'm going to be nice well, to him. Indeed. Well, you know who your mates are, don't you? Oh, for sure. Sure. <laughs> on, this, on this show, for for, for goodness sake. <laughs> um, I, I think that brings us nicely round. I, I, I will be a little bit kinder on the question this time for you, Wes. So I'm going to come to you first. I'm going to go about the spinners. Um, Axel Tao and, and Ravi Ashwin against Jack Leach. Now, and Don Bess. Now, for me, Axel Patel was just bowling, you know, metronomically. He was on the spot all the time, wasn't he? Um, and Jack Leach, Leach was bowling the odd full toss. What, what's your take on a test match bowler bowling a full toss? Um, well, I've, I've certainly bowled a few in my time. I think, I think both of you can attest to <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but... I don't think you ever used the pitch, actually. Where is it? Honest, but because he bowls at Minster, and you can't use the pitch at Minster because it just sits along the floor. No, that's a good point, actually. Good point. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah Downs fourth eleven captain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wes, you've been really interrupted there. 
Um, I, I think I don't know that should they be bowling four tosses at, at that level? Probably not. I mean, it's international cricket. Um, they've had, they've been playing at, at at a high standard for God knows how many years. Um, but sometimes the odd one does just slip out the fingers and, and becomes a full toss. Um, okay, it's, it's finger spin as well, so it's not exactly that difficult to control. It's not compared to someone like Kordi Yadav bowling left-arm wrist spin um, or, or a Shane Warne <laughs> bowling left spin. Finger spin isn't that difficult to control. Um, and c- certainly at the level they're playing, they should be bowling five, four, at least four or five balls on a spot every over. Um, whether it's to do with a bit of, bit of the dew that we saw last game, who knows, but <laughs> but they, they didn't have the dew when Don Best bowled in the third set. So. Um, but as Kieran said, he, he's still young. He's still very much learning his trade as, as an off-spinner at international level. Um, and to be fair, he got Rahani out with a full toss, didn't he, in that, in that first test? <laughs> so sometimes, as the saying goes, I won't say, but something gets wicked, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Akhtar and... and... <laughs> I won't go into it. You, you know full well, Kieran. <laughs> Akhtar and Ashwin, they've just been bowling. They've just outclassed both England spinners, really. Akhtar have been surprised with i think i personally thought he was more of a t20 bowler than a test match bowler but in the absence of of ravi ashwin he has been as good as uh, not ashwin jadeja sorry he's been as good as, as good as what jadeja would have been for india in my opinion just that that little bit quicker that slightly round arm action as well so the odd one does skid on and that did a few did a for a few of the england batsmen last test but ashwin is just for me is the best spin bowler in the world period at this point yeah his, his variations are amazing aren't they and the control of those variations coming out the front and and that just just superb uh, I, I, megas your thoughts on on our spin department i mean we've got some youngsters could we have gone you know in with another youngster in that in that test match is parkinson yeah. out there i believe he is isn't he yeah potentially i mean bottom line their spinners are better than ours, I think. I think that's fair to say. Um, but as 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 Wes said, you, you want test spinners hitting a spot four and a half, five balls and over. You have to be, if not more. And we just there's a four ball. Daryl, if you and I are batting against them, we're thinking, hang in here, hang in here. There's a four ball somewhere. There is. There just is. And they haven't. The Indians haven't done that. That's going back to Anderson and Broad. That's part of the reason they've they've, they've played. They've been our stock bowlers, actually, in this series because they've hardly gone for any runs. They've held an end up to some sort of a degree where you want one of the spinners to do that and they haven't quite been good enough. Was it? Can we get Parkinson in for the next test? Maybe. Maybe. Um, It's a gamble because he's he's young and inexperienced. Um, But... You know, it's a gamble worth taking. We can't now qualify for the Test World Championship final, can we? Um, we've, we we might as well. It's worth a try, I think. Why not? Um, yeah. But he's yeah. not played. He's not played any cricket for I don't know six months, has he? So it's a massive, massive ask for an inexperienced bowler against them in their conditions, albeit in conditions that will suit him probably. 
Um, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Because you know they have had people sat, sat on the sidelines, and suddenly they're they're thrusted into the game, like Moen Ali was. You know, he struggled to get his his lengths because he hadn't old internationally for for about twelve months, I believe. So that was really almost going in at the deep end uh, for him, and and a little bit. I mean, I I called um, the the top three batters for England. Crawley would open with Sibley and, and Bairstow would be three. Now, I didn't say they'd do any good, uh, Wes, before you come in. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I was convinced that they would go with that. But, you know, Johnny Bairstow was in a bit of form in Sri Lanka. Just keep him there. You know, play him in that first test match. Um, yeah, Dan Lawrence did well, but not against the, the class of the spin. that he's, He looked out of his depth, I, I have to be honest. Although he looked quite good in Sri Lanka. You know, it's very, very difficult. He's still, you know, he'll be in the squad for sure. Um, but he's got to do an awful lot, hasn't he? But any other changes, do you think? Um, but if we do do changes, are we throwing those people in at the deep end? Megas? I don't, I don't think they're going to change hardly anything. They'll, they'll get another, we have to play another spinner. I think, I think Bess has got to come in. Um, and he will come in for... Broad or Anderson, probably, I would think. They'll keep Archer in now. I know you're shaking it. Kieran, I'm not saying this is what I'd pick. It's just saying what I think will happen. I think the bats... Well, the bat I mean, if, they want, I mean if, they, if they want to surrender and put the white flag up, then they can do that. But it wouldn't surprise me in the, in the least, to be honest. Um, the only good thing that I would say about Joffre Archer on this tour... Um, and I will, you know... I'm not somebody that's completely negative and anti our, our players... When he played in the first test against uh, Ravi Ashwin, he roughed him up because that was the only time I've seen this year where he bowled quickly and he hit Ravi Ashwin a number of times. That was Joffre Archer at his best, but we've seen him at his very worst since. Now, what I will counter that with is he obviously missed the second test with an elbow injury. I don't think he's fit. And I think that's the reason why he hasn't played very well because I don't think he's fit and I don't think he should be playing, you know, he is lethargic. I think that's just his natural sort of way. He, he he comes across as very laid back and relaxed, and that's brilliant. You know, he doesn't get sort of het up, and he doesn't seem to have any stresses or worries. Um, but if he's not fit, he shouldn't be playing, in my view. You know, and there is a hope potentially in the future that he will come good, but at the moment he's not. Uh, we've had uh, Matthew Lee, who watches regularly. He thinks that um, that and I I would kind of agree with this actually. He's been out there. James Bracey is a talented cricketer. And I, I agree with you, Megans. I think, actually, there's nothing to lose in this last. I know they probably won't change anything, but this is the opportunity to do so, actually. And I think it would be great to see, uh, you know, Parkinson uh, and uh, uh, James Bracey in there, rather. It would be much better to see some of these younger players come through because there's nothing to lose. They can't do any worse than they did in the last test. They can't. And I think that some of these younger players I think Oh, I think uh, they can. <laughs> you're you're going to struggle to do much worse than losing by ten wickets inside a day and a half, Megas. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, I, Brace is an interesting one because um, I watched him in 
the, there was a warm-up match uh, when cricket came back, and he he got runs in both innings there, but he, he's not <laughs> he's not got a game off the back of that, and he was I think he was top scorer in the first innings, so that's quite an interesting one. Um, they're obviously seeing something in, in somebody else. He played against all the all the you know the stars, so um, that's that's quite an interesting one, I think. And I, I'm going to come back to you again, Megan, because I, I mean there was some there was some outstanding keeping in this test oh. match in the last test match, both from Folks and Pant. Your your thoughts? Because well, I can't remember a, a test match where people were talking about the two keepers. People from Australians were commenting on the quality of the keeping. I thought it was absolutely excellent. And um, two really good glovemen. I mean, how good a cricketer is Pant, by the way? I mean, he is your absolute modern batsman that plays straight and whacks it through the line, whacks it out the ground. Not, And he's not a batsman who, he'll have the gloves, do a job. He's a genuine, genuine wicketkeeper. Um, and he was excellent, as was folks, and it's an absolute joy to see proper keepers. Not that Bearstow and Butler are proper keepers, but you, you know what I mean. They are genuine old-school keepers first, um, and, and in Pant's case, he's a genuine batsman as well. It's an absolute joy to see, particularly in those conditions. I've talked about Bracey and what a good keeper Bracey is, by the way. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's, he's down the pecking order in that front as well, isn't he? I mean, he's got a lot of people ahead of him um, and we tend to go down the keeper batsman route, um, which is, you know, that's the way it is these days, I guess. Question, I, I, hate, I hate to say this, Megas. Sorry, Daryl. I hate to say this, but I think you you know as well as I do, Megas, that when we get to the first Test match in England in the summer, Ben folks will be nowhere near because they'll no, revert to, they'll revert to Butler stroke Bairstow, probably Butler, and you know Bairstow shouldn't be anywhere near the Test side in my opinion. I'm uh, I'm definitely on the same side as uh, as as Wesner. I've never seen somebody get out get out for a duck three times in a test match before um but he did he was completely clueless uh hadn't got a clue and uh you know i don't want to see him anywhere near the test side again but he will because they'll they'll get picked and they'll pick him and they'll, you know because they go for easy decisions but i know and you know butler. that men folks will not be in the side they'll pick butler but butler's done really well with the gloves i've got i've been his biggest critic i mean he was incredibly ordinary and he has improved, improved, improved. He was excellent in Sri Lanka. He really was. And um, him at six, seven, Wokes at eight, Bess at nine. That's the sort of batting lineup we want, we need. Um, we, you know, he'll play in England. He's he's he's, he's a good cricketer, and um, we got some nice options there. The, well, we've always had some good keepers anyway, haven't we? Um, but um, great. But you're right, Daryl. Back to your original question: the, the standard of the keeping was just when do you? When do people talk about it uh, like they have done? It, it's it's good to hear. It really is. It's a rare thing and um, good stuff. Yeah, it was brilliant to watch. I, I mean, is there, my question was going to be actually, and, and Kieran rightly came in and uh, was, is there room for folks and Butler? Because but folks isn't a bad bat, is he? You know, it, but there's not room for both of them, is there? No, no. I don't think so. No way. No, no, not not with that batting lineup we had. I mean, with folks at seven, I'd. Have, Folks probably is an eight, if we're honest. He was one too high for me. Um, now, I think in England, probably not, I'm afraid. Yeah, no, it'll be Butler all day long, wouldn't it? Um, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Joss, to be honest. But, uh, 
um, you know, because I think he's an exciting player and he can, he can win games. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're right from that perspective. Um, it's interesting about Pant, isn't it, as a, as a batter, because his, his first movement is, <laughs> is to stand on the umpire's toes a little bit. He actually moves back to leg, doesn't he, with his back foot. It's it's quite an interesting technique because he's got one hell of an eye and, and oh, he, plays, he, he plays some wonderful shots. Right, I, I, look, we're 52 minutes in. We're, I, I wanted to finish this on the hour, and I know, I know we've been really. I, I don't. I think we've been a, a honest, and uh, I don't think we've been controversial. Actually, I think we've been honest with our our views. A little bit of controversy, possibly, but um, if I'm coming to you on this, Wes, if you could pick your eleven for the fourth test match, come on. I know Bearstow won't be in it, so that's fine. But what? <laughs> Your team be for the fourth test. Actually, I'll tell um, you. What, let's 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 do this. I, I'm going to give. You're going to do the top four. Megas is going to do five to eight. Kieran's going to do nine to eleven. What, what? Come on. Let's let's do that. Um. First of all, I know we've talked about the bowling, but England haven't scored any runs the last two tests. So for me, there needs to be more changes in the batting and the bowling. And for me, I think my top four personally, um, and you're probably expecting this, uh, is to be Burns, Sibley, Crawley and Root. I'm not a fan of Bairstow at all. I don't think he's done anything in Test Match Cricket, no, that's anything noteworthy in Test Cricket since about 2016. He's still riding that wave of, of those flurry of hundreds he got. And he's done nothing for two, three years, nearly four years now. Um, yes, Burns hasn't done much recently, but he's been the top run scorer, top opening batsman in county cricket for the last five years. So for me, he has to play. Um, if if Bairstow's not going to play, Burns has to play as an opener, move Crawley back down to three where he scored that double hundred uh, in the summer. Um, and Crawley batted really well in the, in the first innings of the last test as well. Um, obviously got a Quite a, good, quite a good ball to dismiss him in, in the second innings. But Burns, Sibley, Crawley, obviously Root stays at four. That goes without question. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what team we'll make. Come on, Megas. Five to eight. What's your thoughts? Okay, Stokes at five. It is five to eight. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't just string this together, Kieran. Well counted, Kieran. Stokes at five. I'm hedging at six, Pope or Lawrence. I quite like Lawrence. But as Daryl said, no, Lawrence. Stokes, Lawrence, folks, Bess. Interesting. Before I come to, to Kieran with the, the tale, um, yeah, the Pope situation. I, I'm a, a big fan of Pope. I think he could be an outstanding player. I think he's so do I, I agree. And I think he's got a bit of grit and determination. And I, I actually think he was probably a little bit unlucky. I know the shot selection possibly, um, but he got a couple of decent balls. Um, I, I, I do like Pope. There, there's something about him. I think there's a there's a future for him. Um, but yeah, it, it's an interesting. <laughs> you know, you could debate it because how long do you give these players? Um, to to show what they can can do. So uh, yeah, good good five to eight. Come on in, come on in, Kieran. Um, nine to eleven. Um, Leach, Parkinson, Anderson. Ooh, 
Right, you heard it here first, guys. That's the 11 that's going to be selected in the fourth test match from Wes, K-Dog and Megas. Uh, let's see if you're right, guys. Uh, you know, that's not a bad effort. It could happen. Um, so that might be, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, look, we've had a, a question in, and I think it would be rude not to um, uh, ask this question. Umpiring. Now, I'm not, well, umpiring full stop, but we could be a little bit controversial here. And I, I, I'm very, you know, you know me, Megas, I'm very careful with saying anything yes. about umpires. Uh, but uh, the standard of umpiring, um, umpires call quite considerable. But the third umpire, can we talk about that? I mean, uh, go on, Megas. Come on, well, third umpire. I mean, they, they got decisions right, the third umpire, but they didn't go through the process that, we tend to see in home tests or when there's neutral umpires, they, they got to the they got to them a little bit quickly. I don't know if any of you guys watched the cricket today. There's a channel called Free Sports, and on it was Zimbabwe in Abu Dhabi playing Afghanistan. It's a test match. You want to see the third umpire on there? It is just hysterical. Do you think it's bad in India? It's awful there. But they just don't go through the process. They, they just get to a decision a little bit too quickly. It's a bit like some of these VAR decisions that have just, just go through this thing, go through it. If it takes three minutes, it takes three minutes. But they got to decisions a little bit too quickly for me. Um, but I don't think they've cost, they've changed the course of a game, though, have they? Have they, have any of the decisions that haven't quite, I don't think, oh, X getting out by that has cost a game. It hasn't. But you're right, Darrell. I think it's been, Inexperienced third umpires because you've got home umpires because of the circumstances who haven't done it before. They're learning on the job. I'm giving them a little bit of latitude, if I'm honest. I don't think, you know, no, if you fair. remember back to remember back to the summer, uh, Illingworth and Kettlebrough were awful in the yeah. first test. Yeah, no, I agree. Ten decisions have got overturned. They were terrible, and they're yeah. meant to be two of the best around. So, no, I'm, I'm not. You know, it, it, inexperienced umpires is my 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 thought. Yeah, that's fair. K Dog, as a, a, you know, what I'd say a, a half decent umpire, no, a very good umpire. Sorry, because you told me to say that. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I disagree with Megas completely. I think that um, I, I think that the decisions have all been correct. That okay, they've been quick. Well, what's the point of holding up the game when it's blatantly obvious that the decisions are correct? You don't need to go through three or four. I appreciate where you're coming from, Megas, but I don't like seeing a delay for four or five minutes uh, for for uh, for a, uh, an outcome that we all know. What I would say though is there's a little bit of inconsistency because certainly when uh, the Indians were batting, there did seem to be a a little bit more of that going on. I think a happy medium between the two, because some of the some of the time we were kept waiting on some of the Indian dismissals was ridiculous. You know, we were talking. Some, I think there was one incident where there was like five minutes. For, Is uh, it for okay for there to be a timer? You like you set the timer before you can you can do that. It's what fifteen seconds. The minute yeah, yeah. that happens, there's two minutes. And if having had a look at their sequence, they can't. They're not sure. Then that but saves them on-field decision. If there's doubt and it's two minutes and there's doubt, then I think go back to the old way, the old adage, benefit of the doubt of the battle. Yeah, exactly. That, 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 that Joe Root dismissal or non-dismissal, where I actually happen to think that he possibly was out, I think Daryl agrees. No, he was yeah. out, yeah. Um, but that, that took... 
the best part of eight minutes. I timed it. I'm very sad like that. That's but my I, point. I, yeah, it's too long, isn't it? I actually had a. I actually could go out and make a cup of tea and brew it and came back and they were still faffing about it. I mean, that's ridiculous. There was massive doubt. He may well have been out, but if there's that much doubt, benefit of the doubt to the bloody batsman, please. A little bit of common sense. It's it's ridiculous. And, um, you know, I'm going to just big up one umpire from the last 12 months. You were, you were right about Kettleborough and, um, and, and Illingworth particularly. Richard Shocking. I think Ray, I think Ray Illingworth would have done better, and he's been <laughs> retired for 30 years, but... I, I will say I will say one thing. I will say that one of the best umpires that I've seen in recent years was uh, was Michael Goff in the summer. He was yeah, outstanding from start Absolutely. to finish. Um, and if he's not on the ICC elite panel for many years to come, then um, then then I uh, don't know what you need to do. Um, DRS <laughs> when DRS was first brought in, wasn't it, wasn't it brought in to eliminate the howler? We don't get that anymore. It's, it's similar to VAR in football. It's there to eliminate the howler. We are getting. We are getting precision to the nth degree and it takes far too long. And I know cricket's a bit of a slower game than football, but 10 minutes, eight minutes to bloody decide a decision. It's almost is- creating a howler, but wiping yeah. it out. Yeah. If, if in doubt, not out. It's as simple as that, isn't it, really? And, and, and Megas, Dave Simicis is now getting at me now because he says umpires are shocking individuals. So that's obviously, you know, he, he's got at you, he's got at me now, bless him. We love Simo, don't we? Great to see Simo watching. It is good to see him. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, all very strange, isn't it? Some of the stuff that that, that goes on with with the third umpire. Now, I, I'm going to Wes on this. Now, I fell, and and this is in my humble opinion, and I shouldn't do that as host. I should give you the chance to, to do it. But um, the overrates. Can we just talk a little bit about overrates? England's were disgraceful. 11 overs an hour. We have to bowl 17 overs an hour on a Saturday, and we do it. Why can't they do that? Into I know it's a different game, but at least can we get it up to 14 or 15 an, an hour? Well, if, it didn't be, if they weren't buggering around with DRS, then they probably could. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, just, just coming back to the umpires for a second. Um, who's... One of the umpires umpiring in the PSL, the Super League, I believe, is Richard Iddingworth. How how come they can get was it about forty player forty players and staff per team, but they can't fly out two umpires, two neutral umpires to umpire an international game of cricket? I don't really get that. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> um, coming back to the over, it is shocking. I mean, they're playing in India. The spinners are bowling most of the overs. How can they not get it? to 30 overs a session, 90 overs in a day. It's absolutely dreadful. And we saw with Australia, they got got points, best championship points, which is why they're not already in the final. Because they they all pour over it, but all pour over it. And it's, especially in, in Wes, the subcontinent. Wes, you're absolutely right. This test match that I watched this morning, this Afghanistan-Zimbabwe in Abu Dhabi, one of the umpires is Aline Dar, who's Pakistani. Yeah. So what's that? How, how, how does that work? Just, just, it doesn't make any sense at all. No, it's men. It's mad. It's it really is. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, guys, we've just gone through the hour, but I, I am very conscious that I want to include something a little bit local because it is an, a historical competition. 
Um, it's the oldest in the world that um, K Dog has uh, alluded to earlier. One um, it's not the one of not the one of um, the Airy Cup. Um, Megas, I know you're gonna hopefully play in it for the first time. Is that I right? I am indeed. Banbury Thirds have entered it. We are we've got a bye to the quarter final, we have a home draw against Whitney Swift's or Whitney Mills, which will be a cracking match. And we will I, – I, I think I played my first OCA game in 1978. I've never played in the Airy Cup. So, provided I haven't died between now and June, I will – as I'm picking the team, I'm likely to be in it. Um, and I can't wait. It's the most wonderful cup itself. The actual shield is, is magnificent, as Kieran said. It's a, what, 120-year-old competition – um, a bit more than that, 140 probably. Uh, yeah, you know far more than I do on it. And, you know, we at Banbury are going to really enjoy that day. There'll be a big crowd. Bar will be open from 12. And um, we look forward to hosting Mills or Swifts, and it'll be a top day. And, and we'll give them a game. Can't wait. <laughs> and, Megan, I just want, uh, because you're an aficionado of history, I just want to just point out at this point. Um, that there is a a Bushnell's name on that trophy from 1901. I wrote James Bushnell, my grandfather. My oh, great well done. Um, he, was, he was slightly better than me, and he won the Airy Cup while who playing fought? for, I think, Headington United, I believe. Headington oh, well, they used to, who, who used to play at the Manor. Indeed. He was yeah, slightly better than me. To, yeah. He had a bit Brilliant. of a dodgy bowling action. Looked a bit strange, apparently. Well, that's a bit like... Oh, that, that doesn't run like you <laughs> Daryl, am I right in saying that your team down seconds can't enter the... No, we, we didn't enter, actually. And, and the reason being, because we're trying to run four sides, we've we've got the home counties T20. Because it's a lot, a little bit new to us, we felt yeah. if we entered another cup competition, it was a bit too much for us uh, yeah. this year. Um, it's not to say that we wouldn't mine perhaps in the future but um we, we made a decision not to enter this year because of that those facts really um and i, I and i was ashamed because i i think it would have been great as, as you've said um but i think it's the right decision for the club in all honesty um, and wes you actually scored at a final i believe of the airy cup yeah i did back in 2016 minster level against shrivenham i believe and i don't i don't think the game was actually played in oxford i can't remember where it was played <laughs> but it wasn't actually great Hallward, sir. Great Hallward. Great Hallward. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, I've I've got some glass trophy somewhere. I think I've got no clue where it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, I scored that, and Minster Level won it, and they won the triple as well that year. OCA Div One winners won the, I think it was the Tony Pullinger T Twenty. <laughs> that's going. That's definitely. <laughs> And, yeah. and, and Woodsy, I was just going to say when when Wes said that he he scored in the Airy Cup, that that would be very very rare for Wes to score anything. To be fair, so uh, I, you I, know where to find this. Uh, I've given you that one. That's that's unfair on Wes. That's unfair on Wes. But um, guys, that we've we've gone past the hour, and I did say that we would um, keep it to that. Um, just uh, before we go, though, um, Megas, any thoughts um, or, or I don't know. Looking forward to the season. What you know? What what can you finish on for us tonight? Well, I mean, we we we're desperate to. I keep looking at my planner in my kitchen and 
I've got all our indoor sessions on a Sunday evening, which sadly we haven't had any of them yet. I think there's a chance, judging by what the government and the little whispers that we could be training outdoors or training period back end of March, I think. Is that realistic? Um, I anticipate a full, a full pre-season. I anticipate the league not being 40 overs, back to 50 again. Let's go. Can't wait. Unless I bit the sun shines in April and May this year like it did last, eh? Yeah. It will pour down with rain every day. Positive, gloom. It's all doom and gloom. Um, and no, that would be nice. I think possibly until the 21st of June, no track changing rooms and no tea still do you think that yeah i think that's going to happen unfortunately but yeah 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 well that's the least of our is really and, and if we can just get on the field eh? that'd be great yeah uh, yeah no look really looking forward to it um we we've got some really good fixtures in in the over 50s that i'm looking forward to as well a couple of decent friendlies oh uh, yeah i might do that actually uh for, for me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, we, we might get a game at wormsley against surrey uh, Vegas. Got to get picked. Yeah, and that's true. Uh, Where's any um, you know quotes for for finishing off today? <laughs> quotes <laughs> um, <laughs> to do local cricket, or um, <laughs> I I think with the local cricket, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the OCH or merger playing teams that I haven't played against in about five years. Um, also, it would be good to be go to some of the old grounds again. Um, and again, the Airy Cup. I mean, I know Mr. Level are in it. I think they're playing uh, horsepower freeze in, in the first round. Um, whether I'll be, I'll be picked for that, I don't know. Um, probably not. I'll be, not more, a chance. More, <laughs> chance. I'll be more in the twos. Opening the batting for the twos. Damn watch Meadow again. Can't wait. You'll have a nosebleed, Darrow, opening the batting. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey we, we, we opened and got a 50 partnership. I know, of which I scored about nine, and then and then then ended up in the hospital with a paramedic about two days later because my back went. So not um, good. Come on, K-Dog. I know you're saying I've only got a couple of things to say, but this could go on for another ten minutes. But uh, what, what are you going to? Firstly, I would like to thank um, all the comments. We've had quite a few comments, actually, and we've had quite a few views um, in the end. But what I have noticed is we've had lots of views on Facebook Live, but we've only got one viewer on YouTube. So come on, guys, get subscribing to YouTube. It's brilliant. We've got 215-odd viewers on Facebook Live, which is great to see. But YouTube is the way forward. So if you're watching this on Facebook Live, please go over to our YouTube channel, slash C forward slash the mask cricketer and please subscribe to that channel because uh, if we can get to a thousand subscribers which is a long way off um it will allow us to uh to monetize the channel which will allow us to raise more money for the laws taverners which is kind of what we're doing all of this for including this show so uh, yeah thank you so much for your comments matthew uh, andy slater thank you very much you said andy slater says great work love listeners of good debate Andy Slater, of course, is a, a legendary uh, local sporting legend. I'm sure everybody here knows him very well. You know Slats, don't you, Megas? I'm sure. Oh, I do. <laughs> was he a star? Was he Star Wanderers at any time? Probably. So, no, he was Star Royal. You were with Saxon Warriors. He played for Saxon Warriors. Um, but no, in terms of uh, the season ahead, I'm, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be great to hopefully get back on the field properly uh, with a, hopefully a season that starts on time. 
I think I'm with you, Meg, because I think we'll probably be going back to the full 50 overs as well. Um, yeah. And it's just going to be fantastic just to, you know, finally put this nightmare season uh, year behind us and, and get back to doing what we all love. And that includes me being as crap as I am. Um, it includes Wes being as rubbish as he is. You know, we just want to get back out onto a field and, and enjoy. Most importantly of all, actually, is not so much the cricket and the competitive nature of the cricket, but what have we missed over the last year is the social side. And yes, there's com- com- uh, competition and competitive uh, edge, but it's having a pint afterwards, isn't it? You know, sitting in the sun outside of a pavilion with a pint in hand after a game. I miss that so much. And I'm sure that everybody that watches this misses that. And uh, let's hope that uh, things are really, really bright in about a month's time. And we can look forward to the start of uh, a brilliant cricket season. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Um, and uh, I don't think there's anything more to add, except, of course, please join uh, Woodsy and K-Dog on Thursday night. Um, could be another good one. Who knows? J- tune in, Facebook Live and YouTube, Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And we'll see you there because it's your t- chance to hashtag Ask the Mask and hashtag TMC. Thank you, Daniel Norcross. Um, but for the guys that put pun into pundits, we'll say goodbye. And we thank Wes Spearman, Megas and K-Dog for their controversial statements tonight. Um, we thank you guys. Thanks for joining us. Keep well, keep safe, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>